When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, baby, here we go, man. Heading to a big old 4th of July weekend. Just got one more day after today to go. Getting there, baby. Welcome to it. Happy Thursday, everybody. I'm kind of looking at all the stuff, man. It's starting to pile up, all the things I got to watch. And, you know, I'm going to snooze on this, but, you know, we're only two months away from football season. It's coming up before you know it. And that's the end of binge-watching season, Virginia. I know. You got to get ready for football. So cram those uh, shows in. You will not have time to binge no, in I the know. fall. Exactly. I got to kind of get my uh, act together here. Um so I was kind of watching right now, but man, it's just so many episodes. It's uh, La Reina del Sur. It's uh, on Netflix, and they do it like you know, it's a telenovela that uh, you know is normally on Telemundo. And they do like seventy episodes in a season. Wow! I mean, it's insane. So it's like <laughs> watching seven seasons, you know, trying to get that done, and it's just you know, it's it's not going very fast. So I got uh, that still to do. Um, I see right at about the time football season starts, I'm going to be torn on this, Billions is coming back. Now, I didn't even watch the last season because the main character they needed, it was just such a great headbutt. This guy named uh, Damian Lewis, he played the role of Bobby Axelrod, who's a hedge fund billionaire, cocky dude, listen to Metallica, just attitude, made the show, and he left for a season, and it just... I don't know. I watched about the first two to three episodes of the season without him, and I was like, this is, nah, I just wasn't feeling it. So I jumped out of it, but I'm excited to see him come back. He's going to be in six of the new season's 12 episodes that kicks off on Friday, August 11th. So that is right there at about football time. Then I did see uh, Yellowstone. They're going to be having a 4th of July weekend marathon going on. It's going to kick off tomorrow at 8 p.m. Now, is that with or without Kevin Costner? This is with Costner, but it's nothing new. The final episodes are going to air sometime in November, and I still haven't heard what's going on because it sounds like some of the people are even on the cast are confused, saying, yeah, we haven't heard anything. It's a big old fight going on with uh, Costner and Taylor Sheridan. He's the writer of the show. He's fighting with that dude. He's fighting with his uh, soon-to-be ex-wife. 
So Costner's got so many fights going on. Mama wants to know about this Costner marathon so it can turn into a little bit of a masturbation marathon. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Wow. I thought Costner did it for you. Don't bother mom. I'm in here. I'll be Tickling in the, the bean. I'll be in the den, sprawled out on the rug. You're actually going to be in your bushes. <laughs> I'm in my bushes, panda. That's right. <laughs> I got a lot of laser down there. There's no bushes. <laughs> uh, you're right. I forget you're a Baldi Rinaldi. My bad. No, Not completely. I mean, okay. All right, I mean, no disrespect. <laughs> so you got, you got just like Let a, me draw it for you. You've got kind of like a, a, a small bush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> And then uh, next week, I think they've got the Wham! documentary dropping. Maybe it's on Wednesday. Oh. Documentary? I think it's going to be kind of like that. Yeah, I think it's a little bit about what happened to the band. They're on top of the world. They had that one album that was just huge and cracking out all these hits. And I think it's really because uh, Andrew Ridsley, the other guy in Wham! that you don't know, uh, was kind of lame. And George Michael was like, all right, this guy's kind of a wet blanket. And he was was dead weight. I think so. I think that's kind of the preview that I read. Sounds like that's kind of where they're going with it, but it'll give you a you know reason why. And then George Michael goes solo and does fine. And you always kind of thought, all right, why does he even have this other guy in the group with him? You don't need this cat. Oh, that's sad if you're Andrew to hear that. He was lame. He didn't put get mask on and GHB himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't do guys in the park bathroom enough. I, wasn't there wasn't there a story about George Michael that he was. Like they got pulled over. Was he? He had a couple instances. Yeah, it was typically uh, park bathrooms. He was in there. Yeah, and uh, one time he was pulled over, and I think he had a get mask in the car. He's he kind of got into it. Sounded like he was like GHBing himself yeah. or roofing himself, and then he. I think one time he passed out behind the wheel of the car and hit another car in front of him, and you know he's just off to the side of the road. But then that's when they came and found the get mask, and they were like, "Whoa!" Yeah, he kind of started sliding down the uh, the dark slope. Does anything sound more unsettling? Than park bathroom. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. my dad used to yeah. work at a park, a, a, a tennis park, and the scariest part always because he would do the night shift. The, the, uh, he would go in there and you have to lock the door because sometimes there would be people that would jump out at him. Oh they my would hide gosh. in the dark. So wow. park bathrooms were nothing to fuck around with. <laughs> no, they never had been. They never have been. That is one job I don't want. Nighttime park watchman. Fuck that. He'd go around 9.55 and always be like, oh, fuck, I have to go lock the bathrooms. Oh, it's terrible. And you have to check them out, too. Crazy people, they're lying in wait. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no. My dad's got some great park stories. I bet. It was a part-time job because my dad loved tennis and he played tennis there. Mm. Man, there was some crazy shit that'd go on down there. Yeah. Did he ever catch people having sex? That I don't. I think think parks are more about jerking off, like masturbation. Really? Especially in the 80s. Is that a fact? I, no, now that I know, <laughs> you masturbate in parks, Kevin. You fuck in the woods. There was a dude like cursing at the sky, kind of like yelling at like a mom and a kid, and he called the cops, and the guy was a suspect for murder. Wow, shit like that was always kind of going down. Really, so, yeah. Parks in general, they, they draw in odd people because where else are you gonna go? Exactly, know? it's free. Yeah. It's a place to go and loiter and linger. I went, exactly. to, that, I went to that park because I know the park you're speaking of. I had to go deliver toys at Christmas for Little Smiles, and I was early. So I was just going to go sit in that park and wait like 15 minutes before I could drop off the toys to this family. And I'm just sitting in the park, just chilling, watching people. 
Man, that is a hotbed for all kind of drug deals I, and uh, lascivious actions. I do not like that park. That park is active. Seriously, it's better than a reality show. Go sit in that park, just sit in your car, lock the doors, and just watch. I think that kind of goes for a lot of just city parks. Like we're talking about, don't isn't New York parks kind of fucking crazy too? I was, uh, I, I normally don't have time to sit in a park and watch people, but I was just, I had to. And I was like, wow, this is really entertaining. Mm. People watching, baby. Now, it's the middle of the day, and I felt safe with my doors locked. I wouldn't recommend doing it if you didn't feel safe, but fascinating what people are up to in the park. And I just, it's there, like George Michael did it. Is that what happens at a lot of public parks at nighttime? People go in there, fuck each other, do some f- fingering, 69ing? <laughs> yeah. Is that what happens? Is that is that a, a thing that is prevalent in parks? We don't know. Are you looking to me for an answer? We or? don't go to parks <laughs> for fucking. Yeah, you're acting like you want an answer right <laughs> you now. You need I to ask your dad. I don't know where this answer is coming from. Maybe he was directed to the chat room. I don't know. Okay. I'm your dad probably didn't tell you. Making contact with me, I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna help you, brother. Your dad probably has stories that he didn't tell you because back when he was watching the park, you were a kid. My parents told me everything. There was no boundaries. They told you the sex stories. No, I'm just <laughs> mm. uh, one thing, um, if you know, somebody just in the chat room dropped uh, a little bit of knowledge on me that uh, I was unaware of reading the comments. I was talking about uh, the Damian Lewis that left the uh, show Billions for a season. It was because his wife was Helen McCrory, a name you probably don't know. But if you watch some of these Netflix shows, she was uh, Aunt Polly. On Peaky Blinders, she died in real life. He left for a season to go be by her side, apparently. Because, yeah, I thought that was crazy, too, because in Peaky Blinders, clearly she's on one season and then you can't have her on the next. So they had to address that in their storyline. I did not realize that he was married to her in real life. Okay. Wow. It dropped a a truth bomb on me. Thank you very much, Lee Lee, for that. That's why he took time off. So answers a question. All right, got uh, some other answers to questions here. Yesterday, we have one about the Mermaid Bar in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Cynthia said, OMG, that Mermaid Lounge is in B Ocean in Fort Lauderdale. It used to be the Yankee Clipper for years. If you look at it from the front, it's designed to look like a cruise ship. It's actually so awful that it's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I think I've been there. I've checked it out. It's, it's the B Hotel, just the letter B. Like hotel, mm-hmm. and they do. They they were still doing like the mermaid thing. That's just my game. I I, I love when shit's kind of weird and not very good, but it, that makes it good. We gotta go. I thought it was charming. Okay, it, it hadn't been updated since the eighties, and sometimes that can be really charming. Mm-hmm. She said they have a big glass tank where you can watch the mermaids swim. Uh, there will be real women swimming around with fins, but be careful. Last weekend, they had a male mermaid show. It was called Man Made, and it was a bunch of dudes and fins and G-strings gyrating through the see-through glass while you're sitting there eating and drinking. Wow. <laughs> How do you make this place cooler? Just did. It was beyond amazing and yet really disgusting and revolting all at the same time. <laughs> I need it. So it was, it was awful but awesome. Yeah, awesomely awful, I guess. We gotta go. I wow. look, you know me, man. I like fucking mermaids. 
Yeah. You like fucking no, mermaids? I, I, I meant to say. How many of you? No, Let's say. put him in a G-string and have him gyrate yeah. oh. for the mermaids. See if any of them swim over. Everybody. I think I'd sit there and watch that. I mean, if Jaber were underwater banging a mermaid while you're sitting there having a cocktail and you're watching him through the glass, would you sit there, Virginia? Absolutely. Yeah. I would video it. Right. Well, at that point, there'd be so much pressure. I'd have to just put on the best fucking mermaid show ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd give you my all. You Not would. that I wouldn't anyway. Of course I would. I think you said you normally do. What is it? You said you sink? Is that what happens? <laughs> but I gotta, oh, what if I'm just swimming? Yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, if you're actually in this tank banging a mermaid as we're watching. I think it would be. Would you then just lay on your back? Like <laughs> an injured manatee? <laughs> It'd be more, I get more of the manatee. He's just laying on the bottom of the tank. I mean, He's I'm more gonna, manatee than merman. like a rock. This guy's just like laying on the bottom of the uh, tank. It says heavy ass balls. They drag him to the bottom. It's like an anchor. I think it would be a fun experiment to try. Anchor balls. Let's see how it goes. Guys, it'd be amazing. You just sit there and watch you have underwater sex with a mermaid. Honestly, I think. It I sounds would, like I'm high, but that'd be fun. I'd like to watch all you fuckers do that. Oh, I mean, wow. we could make that a KVJ event. We all have to mermaid fucking the X-rated, yeah, but man. I'll video it. Tell me you would love to see Suits do that. exactly what Kevin just said that I would do. Oh, you would just watch me? You would watch Suits just as well. <laughs> I would. And you would watch Kevin and you would watch Denny's? I would. I know. Who would be most awkward <laughs> to watch hanging underwater mermaid sex? I think it. I think it's be suits. Okay. It would be the hardest to watch suits because I feel like suits is so sweet and innocent. Okay. But yeah, I'm still gonna watch. All right. Sorry, suits. You watch too, Kev. Uh, yeah, I at least sneak a peek. I don't know how long I'd watch, but yeah, I'd I'd have to know for perspective. Kev, and I'm really gonna be cheering for the mermaid to taste take over and take control of suits. I bet Kev porks. Kevin probably porks great underwater. I, you probably don't do it ever. But remember the hula hoop challenge we did? You were fucking the invisible man. It, it was during like? the naked Olympics. Yeah, yes. it couldn't be the invisible woman. Or could the it? invisible woman. Yeah, you had a you had almost like a water like rhythm to your moves. Oh yeah, I can move that thing. <laughs> I can you move had, that thing. You had a ocean wave. Ocean wave. I did. Dick. Yeah. 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 Okay. It, well, it, had, it had a good rhythm. He's our guy. All right. Yeah. Okay. You're our guy. Mm-hmm. We voted. I Your open, tribe has spoken. I open for you. What do you mean? What by do you that? open? Your bong? <laughs> I open. <laughs> he gets in the water. He's like, I'm opening. Kevin! Come and get it. Opening act. You, you're the yeah. grand finale, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch Kevin drill you no. underwater. No, That's no, a lot. Not me. Well, you just said no, you're the opening you open. I open for you, Kevin. I do my round for oh. Close yeah. your legs to Kevin. You could have probably just said it a different way. For, exactly. Virginia's yeah. gonna ruin this whole this great idea. Yeah. Well, if you want to look your best before you go, they say that uh, there's new methods for penile enhancement that will add up to half an inch per session with some patients adding a whole two inches overall. Wow, that's a big deal. It's dissolvable, injectable penis fillers. It's non-surgical, and it will last for more than a year. Okay, it's like fillers that you put in your face. Uh Women put them, like, in their cheekbones, and, yeah, it's just, it's dick filler. Yeah. (laughs) It says they're reversible, unlike more invasive implant techniques. 
Price ranges between eleven to twenty thousand dollars for a full round of treatment, depending on the number of injections you get. Oh my gosh, needles on your dick. Two inches. Don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, I'll take I'll take a teeny peeny. Yeah, that's all right. Get my tongue game up. Yeah. You'll take a needle dick rather than get needles in your dick. Exactly. Yeah, that does. And then twenty thousand and eleven to twenty thousand. Yeah. Depending so, on so, how so, so, oh, so twenty five thousand then? <laughs> yeah, if you gotta. Yeah, if, you, if you're real small, and you gotta go real. No, big. they're just anything they say is twenty thousand is gonna oh, still be fucking twenty thousand. And you More. don't want to go to the cheapest guy in town. You want to splurge on the no, guy who's and, gonna. And if he's got a can of fix a flat on the counter, yeah, you might want to walk out. Anytime, oh, it's gonna be eleven to twenty five for medical shit. Just go ahead and say, yeah, it's gonna be twenty five thousand. Yeah. No needles in the dick is something I'm not seeking out. Mm-mm. There's an easier way to do this, I think. You know of Viagra, but now they say there is a chewable mint that can trigger an erection in just 15 minutes. They call them hard mints, and it contains the active ingredient in Viagra. It's $6 per mint. So you get fresh breath right before you bone. That's a pretty neat little deal. Do you have to have a prescription to get it, or can anybody just buy it? That sounds like that's prescription. You need stuff a prescription right there. to get it. Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's the good stuff. And they say it's not been approved yet by the Food and Drug Administration. <laughs> oh, well, Perfect. So. <laughs> Let's eat three of them. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna grow a third ball. Wow. <laughs> Could you imagine how much you would sink in the pool then? Yeah, you no. get a hard on, but it's an all new dick that grows right out where the other one is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It <laughs> might only- be kind of fun, double dicking. Too much. Too much work. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good the way the gods built me. I'm fine. You wouldn't take double dick? No, I don't want <laughs> double dick. I'd never leave the house. <laughs> yeah, you could be like the human shocker. I think that's a thing, though. I think you can, in rare situations, have two dicks. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to Google that. Pictures of two penises. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But, I mean... Uh, I've heard of having a penis and a vagina. Yes, but I, th- that's not what I'm talking about. Pictures hmm. of two dicks. I, oh, I pulled up a picture of you and Kevin. It's 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 a oh, ah, just start oh, pictures. Oh, oh, is that what you're, you yeah, just she fake was, typing? She was, oh, I, I, I'm like she's setting up a joke here. Oh gosh! Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get two dicks. My head's still in the mermaid tank. Kevin said two dicks. Here's a picture of you and that dumbass Jaybird. Oh man, our uh, our server won't let me go to double penis pics. Yeah, they they they're very. There's a lot of servers. I, I there's a lot of websites I can't go to either. They block them. Yeah, I'm, I'm just shocked. It won't let me go to megapornpics.com. Mm. <laughs> you know, go figure, huh? Go figure. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, something else that is very phallic, bananas. Colin heard our banana hack the other day from TikTok and he said, so who is really having a hard time peeling a banana? It's insane to me that everybody wants to show a cool new trick on the different ways to peel and eat a banana. First, it was peeling from the bottom. Now it's snapping it in half and using it like a push pop. Like, seriously, are we really still talking about the same banana? The easiest fruit to peel and eat? I never knew people were having a hard time peeling a banana. The good old traditional way from the big stem that hangs off the top. And it says, peel here. It's crazy what we put our time, energy, attention into Just to be cute and to get a viral video and even more mind-blowing is how people act like somebody just invented electricity when they see it. In my opinion, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Stop trying to be cute. Man, that person really loves bananas and really hates TikTok. They like the old-fashioned. I liked snapping the banana in half. That was fun. I didn't know you could do that. The thing that TikTok does is where, okay, guys, I'm going to show you how to open up a jar. What you do is you just go like this and open it up. And you got a jar open. All right, thanks for watching. It's like shit you've known <laughs> since you yeah. were two years old. Then you look down, it's eight million likes. Right. <laughs> what the fuck is going on There's here? a lot of unimpressive stuff. <laughs> a lot of unimpressive stuff. Uh, I got an email from Emily. She said, I'm sitting at my kid's swim practice doing my work, and randomly the quadratic equation popped into my head. My 10th grade geometry teacher sang the formula to the tune of Pop Goes the Weasel. And... She said, it's so ridiculous that after 20 years, that's what I remember from what I learned in high school. And it got me thinking, what is the useless information you have memorized from long ago? Yeah, you know, I think I remember my mom, she taught me the way to remember stalactites from stalagmites in a cave, that formation. I couldn't believe this because my mom, I was so shocked, but I've never forgot it. She said, you know, stalactites, kind of like your titties hang down. And I was like, mom. Your mom said titties? Yes. She never said titty in her life. Whoa. I never forgot it. That kind of rocked me. I convincingly Dang. always remember the difference between a stalactite and a stalagmite now. We'll never forget it. It's probably because she used the word titties in there. Yes. I mean, how does a young boy forget when his mom says titties and stalactite and T-I-T is in stalactite? I probably would have done Forever better. Forever will remember. I probably would have done better in math if they would have said the word titty a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Probably need it. Yeah, so there you go. So that's uh, interesting. I have so much useless information in my brain, like Jenny's phone number, 8675309. Who needs that? Uh, you know, I'm noticing a lot of it's what you put in a song and repeat. People remember that. Uh, that's how I learned as a kid. Anytime I'd put anything at the rhyme things, and I, w- I would remember it from yeah. memorizing shit. Yeah, she said the free credit report song, both from the 90s or early 2000s. I'm just curious what some of the useless information that you guys have. Five eight eight two three hundred Empire. Those jingles work, man. <laughs> I didn't know I knew the Empire number, but I do. Look at you. Did that commercial air around here? It did, and I don't know if they've changed their name since because I kind of see that same looking commercial, but it, it appears to be a new company. Okay. Is Empire still in business? Need to hold on to that number because I mean it was ingrained into my head. Obviously, worked out very well. 
It's a fun little thing. We earlier were talking about these three women that had gone into an Ulta cosmetic store, walked out with $1,400 in makeup, and the local police department wrote up a missed connection to find them, and they were then, at least two of them, busted in California later. That was their thing. I can't imagine. It's just so, man, people are just so brazenly shoplifting these days. Oh, it's it's sickening. Because some of the stores, they tell their employees, don't stop it, don't get involved. Yeah, yeah. And then so the shoplifter knows, okay, I've got five minutes. As long as I can get my yeah. stuff and get out of here, the employees have been told not to come after me. Pretty true. Cover up your face, go in, take what you want, walk right out. You're pretty pretty much good. It's kind of crazy. I know. It's insane. Uh, so here's an interesting little cop strategy they've done. They've done some clever things. Delia sent this in. I believe it's from West Virginia. It was a bulletin that they put up. It says, attention drug dealers, report your competition. And it has the <laughs> phone number there. Do, do you like when the, the police get a little comical? Yeah, I mean, I why not? It, it stands out, right? It's fun. And, you know, the cops are always seemingly so serious. It's it's nice. Hey, look, I mean, they're trying to keep us all safe, and they've got clever little funny ways to do it. Like our boy Grady up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, Sheriff Grady in yeah. Polk County. <laughs> he always puts out little, oh, little he's performance. Always... And I like when he he does a, a he kind of he'll roast. I love when he he roasts child molesters. They, they do stings up there. Well, they'll get twenty of these fucks arrested, and he will dox every one of them. And he's got a little dig for each one of them too. Good for him. Yeah, it's it's quite entertaining. Oh yeah, no, he's that guy's. Uh... He's something, man. Yeah, and, and I think the people in the county love him, man. They got that. They got that kind of attitude. You Don't know? fuck around in Polk. Is it, is it Polk County? A Polk. Polk County. Yeah. Polk. Is, yeah. is the is there is it high crime in there? Do you know or no, do they not I, fuck around? I don't know. It's, it's it's where Lakeland is, and like I said, that's where my aunt lives, and my uncle was a city commissioner in Lakeland, so they they're good friends with uh, Sheriff Grady. In fact, he was at my uncle's funeral. Uh, so I saw him. I didn't even recognize him. And my my cousin was like, "You know who that is?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "That's that Sheriff Grady guy you always talk about." I'm like, "Oh, damn." And then do you know what you're, then he goes, "Hey, do you know what that is to the sheriff?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, is that, is that the Kevin Ralston? Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Can you please introduce uh, me to him? He's here. <laughs> <laughs> would, that, would, would that blow your mind if if Sheriff Grady was a huge fan of you? Uh, yeah, it would blow my mind because I don't think he would like our show at all. Honestly, <laughs> I do not think that he would at all like. It's a little crass. Yeah. <laughs> This is not uh, his style. And, and oh, you my, think, my aunt's very religious. I think that's the reason why they got along. You don't think he would like when Denny knows you were high? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd that, uh, is his name. So there you go. Yeah, and they've, they've got things of his most memorable quotes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's just uh, quite a guy. All right, uh, let me see. Got a question for Kevin and Jaybird, not the witch. Hines posted a debate about keeping ketchup in the fridge. Where do you think it belongs? Okay. I am a man that likes room temperature ketchup. Okay, we'll uh, we'll put up a poll right now just to see. Um, really grossing Virginia out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Heinz, and this is Heinz in the UK, so we'll see what the Americans say, because the poll they have also is from the UK. They say it's the best way to maintain its taste. 
Just have it cold in the fridge. Have it cold. I just don't like to. I don't like cold condiments. I like when it's a little yeah. bit room temp. Okay, so but do what you if you like get bacteria growing in it when you leave it out? That's the reason to refrigerate, right? Yeah, but you can refrigerate it and then leave it out and let it get warm. For you know, it, it'll get warm within twenty minutes. Ugh. You just have an agenda against ketchup. I do. Yeah, just uh, suits put up. Uh, how do you prefer your ketchup in the refrigerator or in the pantry? Your refrigerator or keep it out, I guess, basically. In the UK, only 55% of people say they refrigerate their ketchup. So it's almost a, a 50-50 thing there. Now, ke- bottle ketchup at restaurants, I'm suspect now because I saw... That one kid, I, t- I tell you the story all the time. I know. The kid took off the, you know, put the ketchup bottle in his mouth and they, yeah. they put it back on the table. You're like, if I see that and that's what's going on. We're done. How do I know, you know, that this bottle of ketchup that's got crust around it, by the way. Every bottle has probably been in some way affected when they're out like that. Think about a place that has a bunch of drunk people at nighttime that's got stuff where they can fuck around. You mean to tell me everybody that's drunk going into a restaurant late at night's going to behave and be cool? No. No, they're going to they're going to play, "Hey, let me see how I can lick the bottle or spit in the condiment." Ugh. It's repulsive. Just, it is. I'm it sorry is. to bring that to you. But you're right, it happens. And you said the bottle says to refrigerate it. And right now, with our poll, 83% keep it in the fridge. So we're much higher here. 83%. So they put it in the fridge. It does seem to pop. I, I, we're fridge I, people. I, uh, I, I disagree with that. I like it warm. I think it pops when it's warmer. Okay. What the <laughs> fuck do I know? You're just looking for bacteria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's how I was raised. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, Drew had said, and are there criminals out there that keep it in the pantry? Apparently, birds are criminal. No, I, you, I, I guess I didn't understand it, and I think I'm probably talking too much about ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can refrigerate it, and you can take it out, and let it be warm. Back in the fridge. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got uh, an email here from Cesar. He uh, asked if I've uh, been using an Apple Watch. I don't, but I do know you can track sleep on that. And honestly, I just kind of know the parameters of what I need to get a good night of sleep. Um, And, you know, honestly, it's not often I check my sleep number score. The bed does that. I have seen that people who have an Apple Watch, it does kind of uh, track it out for you. Uh, In fact, he was showing his last four nights of sleep and... Pretty impressive. He was in bed for almost nine hours. Wow. That's that's impressive. That's somebody that prioritizes sleep. You're doing a good job with that. You are doing a good job. And uh, was asleep for seven hours and 50 minutes. And then it breaks it down. It says uh, an hour and 51 minutes in REM sleep, five hours and nine minutes in core sleep, 50 or 48 minutes in deep sleep, and 37 minutes of that time you're awake. So that's that's pretty specific. I mean, that is pretty awesome. You know, he said the data is amazingly accurate. You can see when my alarm to wake up goes off and when I hit the snooze. So trying to get out of the habit of hitting the snooze is I hear that that is not good for you. Yeah, a lot of people uh, will do that. Do you guys have to set an alarm? No. Yes. I wake up every hour. No, if I don't set an alarm, I will sleep till. I usually wake up around 6, naturally. 
But since that's the time that the show starts, that would be bad. Yeah, yeah that would, uh, you know, make you a little late. I, last night, I woke up at, I think, 12.30, and then I just stayed. What uh, the hell's going on over there? It's how I sleep every fucking night. That's terrible. It really is. It sucks. It, yeah. is, it is what it is. It's my only. It's the only way I know. And when you wake up, how long are you awake for before you fall back asleep? It all the, every time it's different. Uh-huh. Sometimes I can go right back to sleep. Okay. Uh, sometimes I will not go right back to sleep. Okay. And then you're just up with your thoughts. Just so many voices. <laughs> yeah, they were asking people uh, whether or not they have to set an alarm and uh, you know how they wind up doing it is uh, kind of interesting. Just how many people actually do not set an alarm? I was kind of surprised. Really? By the they don't even need it. They just naturally wake up at the right time. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. They may have what I have too. You get a little anxiety, especially if you do wake up throughout the night. If you wake up at two o'clock, you go, "All right, I know I only got an extra thirty minutes or forty minutes of sleep." So you're kind of going into almost like war sleep, where you. Or, you know, oh, my gosh. You're stressing. Yes. Yeah, that's not a good way to sleep. 13% of Americans never use an alarm. Never. They just go to bed and they know they're going to get up. I would oversleep for sure. I'm the lucky 13. Hmm. Yeah, 13% <laughs> never use an alarm. 28% of Americans usually wake up before their alarm goes off. Do, is there a percentage of Americans that have broke more than two Couches from night terror. <laughs> don't have that stat. I don't have that. Okay. And they say 11% of us always hit the snooze at least once. That's where you get in trouble. That's how you get fucked. Because wouldn't you kind of start to lose track maybe? Well, that, you can go into these weird, once you wake up and then you hit the snooze, you can go into the, those weird snooze deep sleeps if you're not careful sometimes. I was having the best dream when my alarm went off this morning. I was dreaming I was getting makeup tips from these Asian drag queens, and they were so good at makeup, and they were teaching me how to do it. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Thank you. And then my alarm went off, and I was pissed. Damn, it's such a different dream than I had. Makeup tips. I was like, oh, yeah, because they were doing, I don't know how to contour. You know what that means? Yes. Contouring means you use, like, this dark color, Mm -hmm. but then you blend it in, and it's supposed to make your face look skinny and beautiful. Mm. They were teaching me. (laughs) That's a boring-ass fucking dream. (laughs) (laughs) I got dragons chasing me. Yeah, I don't want that shit. (laughs) Now tonight you're going to have a dream of a dragon that's contouring its face. (laughs) So it can look skinny. It's going to be like, bird, how do I look? (laughs) Oh, I will. A dragon drag queen? I mean. Yeah. (laughs) A dragon queen. Damn it, Kevin. Even our dreams are annoying. Yeah. (laughs) Even the dreams are annoying. (laughs) I was loving it. I hit the snooze. I was like, give me some more. That that does suck if you if you do want to go back into that dream. I it, did. Isn't that crazy how you want to go back into the good dreams? You can never go back. But like a Netflix series, I can go right back into the bad one. <laughs> Y'all don't have that reoccurring dream problem. No, I don't have that dream that you have the Jeffrey Dahmers chasing you. That 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 one's kind of subsided a bit. Okay, it, it's, good. It's more of a a, a different kind of a. An now apart- it's about dragons tonight, and death. Tonight's going to be the Gainesville murder. 
Oh, and MC Hammer Pants shirtless. <laughs> we also talk, a ski mask. We talk about a lot of fucked up stuff on the reg here, too. It all just kind of yeah. marinates in your brain. Just, yeah, stu- stir it all together. Well, then I don't shut it down when I go home, either. The guy will run into the bank and then shoot a bottle rocket out of his ass. <laughs> like, what, is, what a weird dream. It's kind of a culmination of everything that happens on the show. You're right. Then all of a sudden, Virginia's doing the dirt, but it's not the dirt. It's, you know, it's the hurt. You're just reading some other shit that's, but it's the dirt. You know how that happens in dreams where it doesn't make sense, but it does. Okay. Does that that happen to you? No, no, not really. Everything makes sense in his dreams. (laughs) Oh, it's organized. It's organized. Boring ass dreams, too. He probably has it like laid out with like a a syllabus at the beginning of the dream. It's so organized. It ends (laughs) properly. Yeah. Wraps up nice and tidy. Uh, we asked, uh, does our audience use an alarm to wake up? 26% do not. Really? So higher than the national average of KBJ. Yeah, people right now listen to the after the show. Oh, my gosh. I would oversleep so hard. I'm terrifying, so, isn't it? I'm so yes. jealous. I'm jealous yeah. of Kevin's discipline with food, and I'm jealous of Virginia's just ability to sleep. It's so peaceful. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't believe it. I I, I that, that trip we took from St. Augustine where you were sleeping through potholes. <laughs> I saw her body jump up. Potholes and potheads. Yeah. <laughs> I slept through it all. <laughs> and then that was the trip and we were we were all together the whole uh, entire trip. Yeah. And then Jay Bird somehow got COVID and nobody else did. I, I stood up too. That is amazing. I stood up and I go, oh fuck, I got COVID. <laughs> he knew he had COVID. He announced it on the RV, and I was like, shut up, I'm sleeping. Shut the fuck up. Shut up, pothead. I'm having the best sleep I've ever had in the history of sleep. Man. She did, too. She looked like a fucking, the devil looked like the angel. Yeah. She had sweet angel sleep. It was insane. Yeah. Well, the rocking of the RV, I think I liked it. You did. I think my body was like, oh, this is nice. It probably reminds us of back in the womb. You, you know, when you're just in there and you're just rocking to sleep. You have the old school cartoon sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing that shit. You are in such a deep trance. I was so comfortable. Good times. Oh, oh. no. It's that time. Six more minutes. <laughs> right are you ahead. trying to hit the snooze on the end of yeah. this show? I am. Oh, that's a good idea. The KVJ snooze. Oh. We got one a week. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for the emails. You know, I sent them to us. Mail at KVJshow.com. Got a Friday show coming up for you tomorrow. Hope you're here. Goodbye.